One for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret, never to be told. This is the Ethereal Path Podcast. What's up, guys? So doing things a little bit differently today. Um, yeah, I know I got that dramatic intro going, but I had to do it. Um, so happy episode 21. Um, as everybody knows, um, you know, I get super excited when we're in a multiple of three episode because that usually means that something big is going to happen. Um, and it's so kind of funny because, like, I have a very rough outline of what I want to talk to you guys about and the subjects that I want to bring up. And I sort of kind of roughly plan out and, you know, basically just like general topics, but I don't like, whenever I sit down to record, I don't actually plan out the specifics. I actually kind of just kind of riff on it. Um, and it just so happens, you know, but, you know, as we all know, you know, I always say there's no coincidences and it's always kind of the, you know, the universe at work that, you know, every time we hit an episode that's multiple three, which again, you know, three is obviously a very powerful and important number in Wicca. Um, it seems that we talk about something important and today is absolutely no different. So I'm super excited for episode 21. Now that the dramatic intro is out of the way, let's hear the real one and then we'll get started. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Xander, and it's time to get witchy. Welcome to the Ethereal Path Podcast. Alright guys, it's your boy Xander. What's up? Episode 21. So, we're actually going to cover a few things today. Um, we are going to cover some Atticus Pund. We are going to talk about some not magic. We're going to rope in some color magic. See what I did there? Huh? Not magic. Rope it in. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> um, I may be a little hopped up on caffeine today, so I am just going to fucking apologize now, but I really don't give a shit. Um, and we're going to continue our Wicca 201 classes or whatever the fuck we're calling it these days. Um, but anywho, so that being said, as you notice, I opened the show with the, um, infamous magpie poem which just happened to be on my mind because like everybody i'm sure you know a couple weeks ago you finished watching magpie murders and if you haven't read the book i highly recommend it it is so fucking good i read the book before i watched it um and i was just like blown away did not see that ending coming and holy shit um so basically for as many crime novels and like the agatha christie buff that i am if you can pull one over on me you know congratulations because you did a pretty good fucking job um hence the reason i love knives out and hence the reason that i absolutely love um glass onion but i digress uh so anywho so the whole reason that um the magpie rhyme even came up was because we are going to talk about today why spells need to rhyme um why is that a thing well there's two answers to that question. Um, first of all, because basically the fucking Rick and Reed says so. Um, it's, it's just that simple. Um, 
I think traditionally, though, it's more of, you know, and it's funny because this is one of the few topics that I actually, like, took the time to, like, Google and, like, research because it's one of those, like, you know, when you're first starting out and you first start learning about, like, writing spells and, you know, you're like, Ugh, do I have to make this rhyme and, you know, blah, 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 and then it sounds all cheesy because, you know, you feel like, you know, you're writing it for, like, the script for, like, you know, the craft or charmed or some bullshit and then, you know, it feels all just like, why? Like you feel like you're like writing like a sing-songy poem and you know but the thing is though there's a there's actually a reason for it and that's actually what you're kind of going for so this is one of the few areas that hollywood kind of hits it on the mark because you want it to have that sing-songy quality you want it to be kind of that um like like have almost like a tune to it because the reason that spell should be spoken in rhyme is you're basically creating a song you're basically creating a song to offer up with your spell work um and that is really the one of the biggest consensuses that i could find and i'm gonna use the word consensuses which i don't even know if that is a word but um as I was doing some research for this episode, you know, I was I was looking into this and I had done some research in the past on it before. I have never ever found any clear cut reason other than because it's in the Wiccan read. And honestly, like it's one of those things where if it's, you know, because it's in the Wiccan read, you know, like, okay, cool. Like that's good enough for me because you know you have to have some structure and there has to be you know some law somewhere um and for those who don't remember i'll actually um throw in a reading of the read here shortly um but it's one of those things where like if it's you know because i said so well okay like you know let's be real there's not a lot of laws and not a lot of rules and regulations when it comes to wicca so you know the few that we do follow and the few that we kind of do have to stay in the lane with i really don't think it's that much to ask for plus to be honest like for as much of a pain in the ass as i found it to be um i you know i actually learn to enjoy it i actually learned to enjoy the craft of spell writing and now like i i can almost kind of like whip up a spell without even like thinking about it and i'm actually kind of proud of that fact like um when i was prepping the spell vial talismans um one of the things that i wanted to do before i set them on sale at the etsy store was i actually wanted to write like a quick little spell or like an affirmation that you you could use along with the spell if you were buying it um you know for other purposes to kind of like you know as like a prepackaged spell um so i wanted to give you like a little bit of a hey you know if you were looking for a luck spell or a love spell or you know even if you come up with a customized request you know I'd, I'd still write you like a little blurb of like you know if this is what you're going for you know maybe chant this spell and do this or maybe if this is what you're going for hold it while you meditate and use this as your affirmation but anywho long story short you know i can kind of chuck them out now so Again, this is just another one of those things where, you know, and I'm probably going to get a big groan from all the listeners and all the people who are out there practicing, but this is one of those areas where just practice makes perfect and you just got to keep it going. So real quick, let me give you guys the wick and read and you'll see what I'm talking about, especially pay attention to 
and the way I read it and the sound of my voice and the quality of my voice. Now, I want to keep this in mind. I'm going to try my absolute best not to alter it. And I'm going to try my absolute best to read it in the voice that I normally would read it in. So let me go take a break. Let me get prepped. Let me come back. And then, like I said, I'm going to try to read it without forcing any or forcing any unnatural inflection of my own voice. That way you can kind of hear it and see what I'm talking about. The Extended Wiccan Read, taken from the book The Outer Temple of Witchcraft by Christopher Penzack. By the Wiccan laws we must, in perfect love, in perfect trust, live and let live, fairly take and fairly give, cast the circle thrice about, to keep all evil spirits out, to bind the spell every time, let the spell be spake and rhyme, soft of eye and light of touch, speak little, listen much. Jedzel by the waxing moon, singing out the witch's rune. Wittershins go by the waning moon, chanting out the baneful rune. When the lady's moon is new, kiss thy hand to her times two. When the moon rides at her peak, then your heart's desire seek. North winds might gale, lock the door and trim the sail. When the wind comes from the south, love will kiss thee on the mouth. When the wind blows from the east, expect the new and set the feast. When the wind blows from the west, departed souls will have no rest. When the west wind blows o'er thee, departed spirits restless be. Nine woods into the cauldron go, burn them fast and burn them slow. Elder be your lady's tree, burn it not or cursed you'll be. When the wheel begins to turn, let the Beltane fires burn. When the wheel has turned to Yule, light the log, the horned one rules. Heed ye flower, bush, and tree, by the lady blessed be. Where the rippling waters flow, cast a stone, in truth ye know. When ye have in hold and need, hearken no to others' greed. With a fool no season spend, nor counted be as his friend. Merry meet, merry part. Bright the cheeks and warm the heart. Mind the threefold law ye should, three times bad and three times good. When misfortune is a now, wear the blue star on the brow. True in love ever be, unless thy lover's false to thee. Eight words to the wicked read fulfill, and ye harm none, do what ye will. Okay, so I'm such a fucking dork. I had to go back and listen to that a, because I had there were two places that I fucked up and I had to um edit, had to like edit them. The one it sounded like a skip, but it totally wasn't. That was just me stuttering over the word when. Because let me tell you, when you get to the part about the lady and the moon and all that shit. It is like a fucking tongue twister. And then you start, you know, when the north wind, when the south wind, when the east wind, when the west wind, then the, then when when the west wind. But it's like, it's like Jesus fucking Christ. It's like Sally sells she, she shells by the fucking she shore. Yeah, and I fucking she shear that. Just she shoot. Just whatever. Fuck off. Anyway. Um. But yeah, so um, basically there you have it um, because that's – so why – the question, why do we speak in rhyme? Um, because the fucking w Wiccan Reed says so. Um, basically it binds the spell. 
Um, so kind of think about it this way. So like, first of all, like I said, I try to keep it as like, as normally as I was read as, as I would read the read or as normally as I would read any spell really. Um, but that's more like, so you could hear the sing song equality, like you could hear like the incantation of it almost. Um, so don't be afraid to have that sing songy incantation y, you know, Hollywood cheesy film feel because like I said, this is one of the few places where that's actually kinda what you're going for. That's actually kind of the dead on thing. Now, you know, do you want it to be like uber over the top cheesy? Probably not. But, you know, if you that's your if that's the way you want to practice, then you know, the hell, go for it. Do your thing. Like, you know. You you do you boo. That's what I always say, and that's what I always will say. So, I hope that is at least part of the question because I want to move on to something that I have just actually uh, I, uh, I have actually just picked up myself, and I find it absolutely fucking fascinating. And I have found a way to incorporate it into my spell work, and I want to share it with you guys. So that being said, stick around. I'll be right back. Okay, so we're going to circle back to two topics that I kind of wanted to go back and get a, a little bit more expounded on. Um, so the first one is the initiation ritual. Now, when we were talking about this before, and I, had, I know I had mentioned it um, briefly, and I said that I was going to expand on it, and we got talking about like, well, <laughs> we, I got talking about like 15 other things and just totally got distracted. So I want to kind of like expand upon that one a little bit. So what the year in the day ritual is, is basically you decide that you are going to become a student of witchcraft and you are going to spend a year in a day um, basically studying witchcraft, studying Wicca, the, all the different esoteric arts, um, you know, working on things like meditating, um, you know, you know, chakra work, um, you know, aura scannings, energy work, things like that. And at the end of the year in the day, basically you decide, yes, I'm going to continue on and Wicca is totally what I want to do. Or no, you know what? Wicca is not for me. I'm kind of out. I'm kind of done. Or, you have the third option of, you know what, I'm still kind of not sure, so I'm just going to go for another year and a day. Now, why do we do it for a year and a day? Um, we do it for a year and a day because basically that takes you one full revolution around the sun. So you got to figure, okay, one year, you know, uh, this is what this is literally why we that literally why we have leap year every four years, okay? Because we all know, you know, one year is not exactly one year. It's like one year and it's one year. It's three hundred sixty-five. 365.25 days, basically. Um, so that's why, you know, every four years we have a leap year. We have a February 29th because basically we have an extra day that we have to, you know, get into the calendar somehow. Um, so really that's why we count for the year and the day is to basically ensure that you've made that full trip around. It's been one absolute full revolution of the earth around the sun. <clears throat> 
excuse me. Um, so, you know, basically that's kind of like your time frame that you want to aim for. Um, you know, when I was studying and when I was, you know, learning how to, you know, hone my craft and, you know, this, that, and the other, like it, it kind of can be daunting a little bit to have, um, like a time frame put onto it, but it's also one of those things where you're going to find that certain things you pick up, like absolutely, you know, with a snap, no problem. Other things you are just like struggling with, it's like, what the fuck? And then you just kind of, you know, move on. But in a way, this is kind of a good thing because this is going to show you where your strengths and your weaknesses are. And then it's kind of up to you to decide whether you want to hone that skill or whether you want to kind of just like, you know, leave it and move on to something else. Like, one of the areas that, um, you know, eventually we're going to probably talk about um, is like, you know, pendulum work and scrying and things like that. Now, I personally do not, I do not do any sort of pendulum work. I do not do any sort of scrying, but I know a ton of people that do. Um, and that's actually why I sold, created the necklaces that I did in, for sale in the Etsy shop um, because they can both be you know, worn as a necklace or they can be used as a pendant or a talisman to scry with um or they can you know for for other you know different type of pendulum work or meditative work things like that um but you know so that's not one of those things that you know i ever really got into it was never a path that like never really caught on for me i never really got into it you know basically think hermione granger and divination like you know short of you know throwing a, you know, temper tantrum and knocking over a crystal ball. Um, you know, basically it just never, that just wasn't my cup of tea, pun intended. Um, so, you know, you can, you know, take on certain things. You can, you know, leave out certain things like, you know, when I was thinking about it, I chose, you know, it was one of those, you know, do I want to spend some time working on this? Like, do I want to get better at it? And then I was like, nah, because I really don't have a use for it, at least for right now. So it's one of those, it's one of those things, you know, you know, you always kind of never say never. Um, it's always good to know what types of things are out there because, Sometimes you say like are getting ready to put together a spell or you're getting ready to do some sort of spell work or, you know, some some sort of esoteric work and, you know, you need something or you need to do something or there's something that you want to do to prep and you just can't figure out like what it is, you know hit the books, you know, literally like go, oh, go find your, uh, go find your books, go back to old episodes of this podcast, you know, like meditate on it. Think about it. You know, you might have something that, you know, you heard before that's, you know, just, it's one of those, like it's in the back of your mind or right on the tip of your tongue and you, you just can't find the word for it. So you're just like, what the hell? Um, but you know, so again, who's to say that, you know, I say that, you know, right now I don't practice scrying, but but, you know, the next time I go to, you know, prep to do some spell work, I may need a pendulum for something. So who the hell knows? It just really kind of all depends. But the thing that I, that, you know, so I wanted to talk about that ritual a little bit um, because it's a very personal ritual and you can find different incantations and stuff out there. But in a way, that's also kind of what I'm trying to do through this podcast is that, you know, hopefully by the time like we hit the one year mark of, you know, just 
episodes and things that we've, you know, meditations and, and affirmations and different types of spell work that we do and this, that, and the other, you know, hopefully by the time we hit the year and a half point, you'll basically be able to tell like, you know, Hey, if this is for me, cool. And then we can kind of even talk like through an intention ritual, um, or an initiation ritual, you know, there's tons of things out there. There's a whole bunch of different ways to do it. So that's, you know, kind of what's out there, but the other, the, the new thing that I wanted to talk about, because I kind of got into this before, um, but I never really truly got into it. Um, so again, back to my boy, Chris Penzak and the outer temple, um, I was getting into not magic and, you know, as you are well aware as a green, witch, um, you know, color is huge. So when I was doing my intention ritual to, um, you know, start my Wiccan, you know, studies and, you know, actually like dedicate myself to the craft. Um, you know, I got my white pillar candle and I wanted to like, you know, I basically, I started it with, I did my very first ritual. It was completely clean. It was white. There was nothing on it. Um, you know, I, I cleansed it, you know, it was, it, it was part of the ritual, this, that, and the other. And as part of it, I ended up tying a black ribbon to it. And then when I sort of got a little bit further, um, I knew not magic was a thing, but I never really like got into it. Well, I recently got a copy of the outer temple of witchcraft, which if you have not, again, if you've not heard of Chris Penzak, I totally am 100% a fan and totally 100% recommend picking up his books. Um, the temple series is literally legendary in the Wiccan world. Could not be more like go out and pick up these books. Um, um, and I'm totally going to read what I'm totally going to read the not magic spell. Um, and then, I'll tell you what, let me read the spell and then we're going to kind of break it down and we're going to go over what it means. So this is the Witch's Court spell, um, according to the book, The Outer Temple Witchcraft by Christopher Penzak. By the knot of one, the spells begun. By the knot of two, it comes true. By the knot of three, it shall be. By the knot of four, it strengthen more. By the knot of five, it may thrive. By the knot of six, the spell I fix. By the knot of seven, with the stars of heaven. By the knot of eight, the spell is fate. By the knot of nine, this thing is mine. Okay, so again, I totally wish I could take credit for that spell, but that is 100 again, straight up from the Outer Temple of Witchcraft by Christopher Penzak. Um, I fucking love this spell, and I cannot stress this enough. Um, I came across this, and I was like, this is fucking amazing first of all okay you know it's broken down into obviously you know nine knots um basically what you do is now christopher has his recommendation which is to basically get um three cords of different color and as you're tying the knots you know you're basically like tying the you know the three cords together um now 
that I absolutely love and I totally would like love to subscribe to this idea and you know not to give too much of a spoiler but this is basically like the thing that got him into witchcraft as well and I can totally totally see why and let me explain um so I was trying to look into like getting cords and this that and the other and the one day um, me and the husband happened to be walking through a craft store and they were having a going out of business sale and he's a teacher. So, you know, he wanted to go see if there was anything that he could use for the classroom. And as I'm walking through the aisles, I came across like the ribbon section and they had all these spools of ribbon, like think like ribbon that you would like wrap around like Christmas presents. Um, like just all these spools, every color that you could possibly think of. And they were like all dirt cheap. They were like a quarter for like this massive just shit ton of ribbon and i thought about it and i'm like this would be perfect for doing color magic so you know like anytime that i you know would work a spell i would always find a way to incorporate you know like ribbon that was in that was like you know a color that could be say like you know used to enhance the spell or this that and the other and i would use that so like let's say you know i wrote the spell down on a scroll and rather than you know either burn the paper or whatever i wanted to you know keep it i would roll the scroll and then i would you know take these you know these ribbons and tie the scrolls shut with the ribbons to represent the color you know to represent kind of like what the spell was about and then I was reading the Outer Temple of Witchcraft and I came across the spell and it was like, holy shit. I like, I was getting like butterflies in my stomach and the, what sucked was it was, we were laying in bed and it's like, you know, getting ready to go to sleep because I have to get up for work in the morning. And I start reading the spell and I'm like, all I want to do is like run to my altar, grab my ribbon and give this fucker a try. Like I legit straight up could not sleep that night. I, it was like on my day, on my mind all day like i could not wait to get home and i flew home and i was thinking i'm like you know what am i gonna do what am i gonna ask for you know blah, blah, blah. you know so i came up with a spell and i'm like okay you know this is this is what i'm gonna do and i write my spell and do all my little prep work and bowl and then i've got my three ribbons you know and i've got my three different colors and i know exactly what i'm gonna do and i start tying them together and i start reading it slowly and as i started tying the knots like, and I'm reading the words, I feel this like power and I feel this strength and I felt this light like coming into me. And it was like, as I was tying these knots, I could feel the spell getting more and more secure. I could feel the spell getting tighter. I could feel it getting stronger. I could feel it. So by the time that I tied that ninth knot, it was basically like I pulled that ninth knot shot or that ninth knot shut and it was like boom and it just shot out into the fucking universe and I actually got the results that I was looking for of that spell probably within about like an hour like it worked that fast um, and it was some pretty major shit to be honest um so you know i'm not gonna get too far and too deep into too personal of you know exactly what i did that spell for but um there was definitely a lot of power behind it and i could feel it and it was funny because you know going back and you know reading that part of you know that you know christopher who you know christopher penzak 
Um, again, I love that I just refer to him as either like Chris or Christopher, like, you know, we're, B5, we're BFFs or some fucking shit, like, and I've never even met the man. Um, but like, just the fact that like, this is what got him excited about Wicca. And then, you know, I saw like the power behind it. It was like, holy shit. And ever since then between you know the the knot magic and the candle magic and the color magic and you know the use of herbs and you know putting spells into the jars so i can even use colored waxes and all, just all this you know natural earthy elemental and color stuff I, I'm going to tell you, it has blown my practice wide open. Like I, I wouldn't have even dreamt of starting this podcast or, you know, selling things in the Etsy store or crafting the things that I craft w prior to finding that knot spell, because it was like the key that I was missing. Like it was almost kind of like what I said before about, you know, using pendulums and scrying and stuff like that that it was like until i found that spell that was like the missing piece that i needed to get this started like this was one of those things that it'd been kind of floating around in the back of my mind but i just wasn't ready but i couldn't put my finger on exactly why i wasn't ready you know like what was it that i was either like missing or waiting for or wanted to be able to like have before i you know started straight out the gate you know because you know you want to make sure you know again Mise en place. I got you, Chef Ann. Um, hashtag worst cooks. Um, but anywho, um, so give it a try if you want. Um, you know, again, like I said, play around with it. The only thing that I would recommend, and I would just say this, like I was extra careful. And like I said before, I do any type of new spell work or anything like that. I always am sure to cast like, you know, protection charms. And, you know, seriously, protection work and things like that is not something you want to take lightly. So, again, please, you know, if you are going to just play with something new and you're going to be doing something for the first time, take at least a minute or two, throw out an evoking pentagram, do some protection work. You know, remember, even if it's just as simple as, you know, all the work I do is for my greatest good, harming none. You know, that's, all, that's really all you need. But, you know, again, with great power comes great responsibility. So, please be careful, be safe out there. You know, and remember, law of three, what you, what you put forth comes back to thee. So if y'all want to, you know, do some shady shit, just remember it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. And I can 100% tell you it is 100% true because let's be real, at some point you're going to be tempted and at some point you're going to give in and you're going to pay for it. I can promise you that too. Um, So no, but in all seriousness, um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I was super excited to talk about it and bring it to you. Um, I hope you guys are out there practicing. I hope you guys are listening. I hope you guys are learning. I hope you guys are going back to the things and looking into what you want to know more. Um, again, please keep giving me that feedback. You know, it's, it's giving me ideas for episodes. And if there are topics you want me to go back into and even go deeper in, please let me know. I would love to know 
again, where you're at in your studies, which direction you want to take this, where you got even need help. And even if you're looking to set up some one-on-one sessions, I got plans out there that, you know, we can hook something up. Please reach out to me, etherealpathpgh at gmail.com. All the DMs are open. Everything's on the end, at the end of the podcast. So thank you guys again. Have a wonderful day. I'm actually going to peace out because I am tired of talking and I'm sure you're tired of listening to me. So I am Xander. This has been the Ethereal Path Podcast. Thank you guys and have a wonderful day. Blessed be. The Ethereal Path Podcast is hosted by me, Xander, and is owned by Ethereal Path LLC. You can find us on the web at www.ethereal-path.com. Don't forget the dash, it's super important. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Ethereal Path and on Twitter as at Ethereal Path PGH. This is also our email address, etherealpathpgh at gmail.com. DMs are open on all of our platforms. The Ethereal Path Podcast can be found on all major podcasting platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Our Etsy shop can be found under Ethereal Path PGH. Links can be found below and on our website. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications. Every one of those clicks makes a huge difference. Thank you for listening, and blessed be.